welcome back to Down College Ave. Uh, this one's kind of a short episode. We don't have too much to talk about, mainly previewing the game against OU. Um, but also before that, we got some recruiting to get into. Uh, we did land Fisk from the transfer portal, which is huge. We have now moved up, at least according to 247, to the number one recruiting class in the country. Uh, I don't know on three or any of that, but on three is kind of an off, so on rankings and projections, so we'll ignore them a little bit. Uh, yeah, and then we flipped that kid from Penn State. What was his name again? Conrad Hussey. <clears throat> Conrad He's Hussey. He's a safety, top, top 200 safety. Uh, came down to the wire. It was a, he flip-flopped every, like, five minutes, it seemed. He chose between three different schools, us, Miami, and Penn State. Uh, the feeling going into it all, based on the reporting done that I saw in Knowles 247 and stuff, was he was leaning us, and then he was leaning Penn State, and then he was took a visit to Miami, and then he was leaning us again, and he eventually decided to choose us. So that's a nice win to go into Miami's backyard and take a top 200 blue chip safety, which probably needs some safety depth next year, considering Jamie's probably not coming back and Akeem could leave. So improvement being seen at the high school recruiting ranks a little bit. Braden Fisk, I think, is a huge get, especially considering the likelihood of our two top defensive linemen leaving in the NFL draft this year. It'll be nice to be able to replace if he does leave, which I hope he doesn't, but he, it seems right now he probably will with Braden Fisk. Uh, he played well at Western Michigan. He played very well when he played against Michigan State and Pitt, so he did prove it against some Power 5 teams as well. It's actually Wyatt Rector's former roommate at Western Michigan, so maybe that helped out <laughs> a little bit with that recruitment. That probably we did. Beat, yeah, we were able to beat out Notre Dame. He's like 40 minutes away from Notre Dame, so that was nice. Notre Dame also is about to get a nice little transfer quarterback to coming in. They're about to get Sam is Hartman. Is that true? Is, do people know? Is, tra- is Sam Hartman like officially entered yet? Uh, I don't know if he's. A, I, I thought I just saw like on three like tweeted that like oh, wait hold up. I mean, people uh, were tweeting three, it during while he was playing. He, uh, he plans to enter the portal, so he hasn't officially entered it yet. To what I'm seeing, but like. Because, like, kids say they'll enter, like, the uh, the UF offensive tackle said he would enter, and then it took him, like, two and a half days to actually enter. But, yeah, as of right now, it seems that Notre Dame is the landing spot for Sam Hartman. Uh, and also, people, Wake been, Forest. people have been saying that we're an NIL capital now, and that's how we took uh, Hussey or whatever. And, it like, I don't know. I just – I don't think that's true at all. I think we're the one school in Florida struggling with NIL. Like, it doesn't make I mean, sense. we went from poor to being NIL gods in about, like, a two-month span. Like, we went from having no money to now only spending money. So, I, I don't know. It's all it's all in between the two of them. Uh, but I'll take it. Listen, if people are complaining about our NIL, it's better than us complaining about not having it. So That's true. I get I like Maybe that. we learned a lesson from Travis Hunter last year with – I think Battle's End is probably helping a lot. Yeah, they are helping. Focus on keeping players. Um, all right, but now that was pretty much all for recruiting and transfer portal. Not too much, but again, we're number one recruiting class in the country for transfer portal now uh, for this cycle. Other than that, we have OU. I'll post this Wednesday. So OU tomorrow in the Cheez-It Bowl. I think, I think a lot of this, and a lot of people talk about this when it comes to bowl games, is that who actually wants to be there? And I don't think OU does, considering how many opt-outs and 
like the biggest I, i'll read off this list isn't even updated but i can read off a list of a bunch of opt-outs and people leaving ou in the transfer portal the biggest being theo weiss uh it was from the town over from me jordan mukes joshua eaton kendall dennis ralph rucker alton alton tarver nick evers who's the backup quarterback so that's not that big of a deal bryson washington Bray Walker, Clayton Smith, Cedric Roberts, Brian Darby, Davian Woolen, John Ellison, Jackson Sumlin, Kevante Henry, Jacob. Okay, are you going to list their whole <laughs> roster? Are you listing their whole roster? Yeah, pretty, the, right. yeah, the point is they have a lot of a lot of opt outs. I don't think we have Amari Gaynor's playing. <laughs> he's I, I, he's in Orlando. Amari Gaynor is like at the Cheesable Hotel with the team, so he's yeah. in the portal, but he's still. Pl- I'm pretty sure he's playing. So, like, we're not going to be missing, like, any guys who aren't playing are clearly got, like, there's no opt-outs for the draft, and it's just portal guys who it was kind of a, you don't want to be here, we don't really think you're fit, you got to go ahead and leave. Like, we're not, I mean, what, we're missing Sam McCall? Who didn't play much anyway. No, he played kick return, and then he played garbage time, which he might have gotten some garbage time to this game, if I think it goes the way I think it will, because... I mean, the amount they're missing both their starting tackles. Yeah, like, like it's, <laughs> it's kind of unfortunate. The only thing, Jared, yeah, the thing that worries Jared me is that they still do have a good offense. Yeah, they do they have, still a, good do have offense, a good offense, but, but everyone's they a, out. They have a terrible defense. Yeah. Like their defense is like one of the worst rushing defenses in all of FBS, and we have one of the best rushing offenses. So I'm not like extremely worried about that. And the one thing when I was I was watching a few videos like X's and Knowles does how you match up according to film and all this kind of stuff, and um, I think that personally Johnny Wilson has to have a big game. So if you look at how they played TCU, it was a lot of so oh you would stack the box, but TCU took advantage and put their tallest receiver and just kept throwing it to him. So and that's Johnson. basically what we're yeah we're gonna have to do that with Johnny Wilson is gonna have to have a big game and not drop catches like he did against UF. Well, I mean, you mean every game. No offense. Still, that's yeah. Johnny. No offense, Johnny, but, like, yeah. I think that the passing game, I think that we'll be able to use the play-action passing game a lot to get some success down the field because, I mean, realistically, that's probably they're going to probably run a similar off defense to how Florida did, and Florida stacked the box and j- dared Jordan Travis throw it, and, I mean, it worked out for a little bit until we put up 45 points on them, but... I I don't I mean I have a tough time saying that this is going to be a, like a good good close game especially because they struggled so much defensively down the stretch of the year plus they're missing so many players but it, it is a bowl game you never know Dylan Gabriel's back in Orlando could have like yeah a UCF like revenge I was thinking game that too. but I I mean it's just, their offense is good so they'll be able to put up some points but I don't know if their defense i don't even know if master mono take the field like once like like what yeah. you, like well i want to know what like his over under for punts is because i want to take the under it's probably like one and a half <laughs> I, I i don't even know if probably he punts once i don't even know if he punts once i, I mean yeah it shouldn't that. be a close game it's just it could have come out of nowhere but i also just i don't think OU wants to be there at all the fact that we have no, no. opt-outs or anything we want to be there and it's i think it's gonna show I know our guys want to get there and get their 10th win for sure. That's a huge step yep. and a milestone for them that they want to get to 10. They want to hit that double digit mark. They're all bought in. I mean, Jordan Travis had the quote the other day that nobody's announcing what they're doing or opting out of this bowl game because they want to all play together one last time and get that 10th win. 
So I think that's just a part of the culture that Norvell has been able to build there that I think most likely lead to, I mean, the real question is, do they cover the spread? Uh, I think they're like What's the spread right now? I think it's nine and a half. Uh, that's just a uh, lot. Of I don't like that. They didn't, they didn't, yeah, they didn't cover like that. that. They didn't cover that against UF. It was, I think it was like, I think I got it at nine and a half in that game. But shit. I mean, it opened at seven, so it's done a lot of moving. Should have no, taken that not, early. Not a ton. I don't know if they cover nine and a half. I, I could see I could see us leaving the back door open and putting like Duffy in or something, and then Oklahoma just getting like a touchdown to back door cover it. Let's see. I'm interested to yeah, see. Yeah, nine and a half is line yeah, They just dropped the new rule too that um, <clears throat> this year's bowl games don't count towards your eligibility. So like players that had already oh, played four. No, players that had already played four games, like what? Uh, who was it? Rodney Hill, I think, and CJ Campbell. Yeah. Like some of those, some of those guys will be able to get in. Armella won't play. I know Armella's recovering from an injury. So, but like young guys that they might have wanted to save, like they'll be actually be able to get to play them, and they'll get more opportunities, which will hopefully set us up for a good first game coming back into Camping World Stadium again, start the year. Maybe it'll give us a little. Excited yeah, and the that. funny part about that is LSU is also playing Camping World Stadium two days, a few days, three days later or something, four days. Wait, are they? Oh, are they in the Cheese at Citrus Bowl? They're in the sit. Yeah, they're in the Citrus Bowl. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we'll get a, we'll both get to. We'll see how many, we'll see how many LSU there. fans show up in Orlando to see what we're going up against to start the year. But uh, yeah, I don't got anything else on the game. I think you covered pretty much all of it. Uh, yeah, it's not I mean. It, it'll be a fun game. Uh, it's not. It's just not. You're the going, most right? Exciting match. Yeah, I'll be there. Are you going? No, I'm in Key West. Uh, I'll be uh, watching at a bar. I mean, <laughs> Key West, Orlando. Key West is probably more enjoyable. Yeah, so. yeah. I saw the Mike Leach bar stool yesterday downtown. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's it's hanging up next to JFK. Oh uh, yeah, I Ernest Hemingway I and Truman. Yeah. Well, that's a, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, he's in good company. And I fl- there was an Urban Meyer bar stool too, and I flicked that one off. I got a picture of that too. Yeah. Pro- that one probably had like an under like a like an eighteen year old girl with it too. Honestly, probably, <laughs> probably. All right, well, that's all we have for today. Have a good one, guys. Enjoy the bowl. If you find Cam there, he'll be signing autographs. I will be signing autographs. So five <laughs> bucks a piece. Five bucks a piece. Or you can just bring me a Bud Light, and I'll it, we'll call it even. <laughs> He'll sign the Bud Light, too, after he's done. Yeah, after I'm finished. All right. I hope you guys have a great new year. Happy holidays. Peace.